welcome. Thank you for joining us here at ICGC Caris Temple Podcast. Pastor Prince Nyako is the head pastor of ICGC Caris Temple, serving under the leadership of Dr. Mentor Otabel. Pastor Prince is a dynamic preacher of God's unadulterated word, characterized with a strong prophetic insight and prayer ministry. He is a strong advocate for discipline and order in the body of Christ, with messages centered on fasting, holiness, prayer, and integrity. And now, to today's message. Will not amount to much in destiny, because prayer is the pivot on which the life of the believer or, yes, the life of the believer receives the blessings of God and receives the miraculous power of God. A man will never live a supernatural life or will never live a victorious Christian life unless that man has a consistent prayer life. Many are the things that a man can do. But nothing can replace the prayer of a believer. Nothing can take the place or nothing can replace prayer in the life of the Christian. Until we get to the place where day in and day out, we lift up prayer and lift up prayer without getting tired. We will never see a certain level of God's miraculous power. Or we will never see a certain level of God's manifestation. But tonight I pray that God will grant us grace to pray some more. God will grant us appetite to pray some more. God will grant us a desire to pray some more as a church, as a family, and as individuals in Jesus' name. A victorious Christian life is built on the altar of continuous or persistent prayer. The Christian who has a consistent prayer life is the Christian who is victorious. And we should never get to the place in our life where we are tired of praying. We should never get to the place in our Christian walk with God where we don't have the desire or the appetite to pray again. But I pray that tonight, God through this teaching will help you and will help me that our desire for prayer will be rekindled. Our appetite for prayer will be rekindled so that we can pray again. So that we can pray some more. So that whatever place we have left, the altar of prayer in our lives, we will revisit that place and pray some more in the name of Jesus. When you read the Bible in Luke chapter 18 verse 1 to 8, Bible says that, and he spoke a parable to them to this end. Saying, men ought always to pray and not to faint. Jesus was speaking to his disciples. And he got to a place and he said, I want to tell you a parable. I want to tell you a story. And when he began to tell them the parable, he said, men ought always to pray and not to faint. Tell your neighbor, let us pray some more. Yeah. 
embrace her more. A believer is the one who has the appetite to praise her more. Even as we are in a prophetic announcement month, it is a good time to gather yourself, to gather your family and say, children, let us pray some more. My husband, my wife, let us pray some more because men ought always to pray and not to faint. Because when the year is rounding up and it's almost closing up, you will be tempted to say, I have prayed enough. But tonight I came to encourage someone that lets your prayer fire not go down. Let your prayer fire not be quenched because there are many prayers we have to pray. There are some prayers we have to pray again. There are certain declarations we have to make again. There are certain prophetic announcements we have to make again. So therefore, let us pray some more. Pray some more. Men ought always, always. You are tired but pray some more. You have not received the last prayer request that you laid on the altar but pray some more. Because it is not dependent on receiving the response. But it is a relationship that you are building with God. May God help us to pray some more. No matter how tired you are of the ritual of prayer. May God give you a passion that will cause you to pray again and again and again and again in the name of Jesus. May we become a church. May we become a family. May couples become a couple that will pray some more. That a husband in the church will call the wife. Hold the hand of the wife and say, my wife, let us pray some more. Let us pray some more. Maybe they are believing God for a breakthrough. Maybe they are believing God for a sudden miracle. But they have prayed over and over again. But they are not seeing anything. But this time around, the wife calls the husband. The husband calls the wife and says, let us pray again. Let us pray again. As you go on your knees in this season to pray some more and to call on God again, I pray that may God respond to your prayer in the name of Jesus. Yeah. There is nothing like too much prayer. A Christian cannot get to a place where he says, I have prayed enough. You can never pray enough. We can never pray too much. There is nothing like too much prayer. You have prayed, but pray again. You have fasted, but fast again. Let us have the appetite not to digress in this end, end, end of the year. But let us have grace. Let us have the desire to pray more. To pray more. To pray more. I pray that may God throw a mantle of prayer upon our hearts. May God throw us in the pool of praying more. More prayer. More prayer. More prayer. You see, you can be relaxed as a Christian if you have faced a season of unanswered prayer. If you have prayed and you have not received answers, you can be tempted not to pray again. 
But tonight I came to encourage you. Pray some more. Push it a little further. You can pray a little more than your, the last time you prayed. You can add some 30 minutes more to your prayer life. Let us pray some more. Men ought. It is not for negotiation. Men are obliged. Men are required to pray and not to faint. I pray that God will cause us not to relapse. God will cause us not to faint, but rather we will be ignited with the prayer fire and we'll pray some more in the name of Jesus. Praying some more means that the believer is taking his priesthood ministry seriously. The believer is taking the place of being a priest in the family again. There are many times that you can stop servicing the altar of prayer as a priest in your life. But this is not the season, child of God. This is not the time where God wants us to stop praying. This is the time that God is saying, Church, let us pray some more. Let us push this prayer further. Let us push it further. And it will amaze you that Abraham throughout his life kept raising altars after altars. Everywhere Abraham went, he raised an altar. You, you wonder what more does he want? After God blessing him that much, it means no man is too blessed to pray. No man can get to a place and say, I am too blessed, I don't need to pray again. I pray that may we not get that lukewarm. May we not get to that place where we will trivialize or play with our prayer life. Abraham, everywhere he went, from the time God gave him the word in Genesis chapter 12, verse 1, he built an altar. Bible says he built an altar in Shechem. He built an altar. In Canaan, in Shechem, he built an altar. And from there he moved and again built an altar in Bethel. He kept raising altars of prayer. No matter how you and I, God has blessed our church. Let us pray some more. Let us not stop building altar of prayer in our life. Wake up at the midnight. Raise a prayer altar for your children. Raise a prayer altar for your marriage. Raise a prayer altar for your family. Raise a prayer altar for your business. Pray some more. Pray some more. Pray some more. I pray that God will cause us to have a desire, unquenchable desire of praying and praying and praying without ceasing. Yeah. First Thessalonians 5.17 Paul said, pray without ceasing. How can we get tired of praying? How? It's like saying, I don't want to talk to God again. We, but, but we can't get to that place where we say, we have talked to God that we are tired. We don't want to speak to him again. Tonight, God is calling someone to the place of the altar. God is calling someone to the place of burning the incense. God is calling someone to the place of praying another prayer again. 
of praying again. Call that cousin and pray with that cousin again. Bring that prayer request on the altar and lay it before God again. Let us spread it before the Lord. Let us spread it before the Lord. Yeah. Because prayer can never be too much in our life. I pray that God will cause us to pray and pray and pray without season. Having a prayer appetite or having a season of unceasing prayer is an act of faith in God. As against the popular saying that praying repeatedly means that you are walking in unbelief because the first time you prayed, God heard you. No. Praying repeatedly actually means that you believe that God would respond to that prayer. There is a place for the prayer of faith and there is a place for repeated prayer. There is a prayer you pray once and you don't pray again. And there is a prayer you pray, you pray, you pray and you never stop praying. Bible says in First Samuel chapter 1, verse 10. Say, year after year, some, not somewhere, Elkanah and his family, they went to Shiloh year after year with one prayer request. Hannah never changed his, her prayer. It was just one. And she kept going to God. You and I, we have just prayed on that prayer topic for six months and we are tired. This woman kept on going year after year, year after year. I pray that may God give you an appetite to pray some more. May God give you a desire to, to burn your, to lock up yourself in the room and burn the incense of prayer day and night. Bible said, David said, I will pray in the evening, I will pray in the morning, and I will pray at noon time. He was a king. As busy as we are, we can still spend some time in prayer. Yeah. No man is too busy to pray. No man is too occupied to give God some time in prayer. As we end this year, may God push us into our closet and may we spend some time to pray some more. To pray some more. I see families holding their hands. Husband and wife going to your, to your closet and say, my wife, let us bend down our knees and pray some more. Yeah. yeah. That child that has an issue, pray some more. Pray again about, it, about him or about her. That situation that you are battling with, you got fed up and you thought God cannot come through. So you stop praying. I came to challenge you. Let us go to the place of prayer and pray some more. And pray some more. And pray some more. When you read Luke chapter 1, and that was verse, Luke chapter 18, verse 1, that was, says, the widow kept going to the man, the judge, over and over. Over and over. She knew that one day, the door of the judge will be opened to her. I don't know how many times you have prayed. But pray one last time. Pray one more time. 
Pray again. Pray some more. Pray some more. Pray some more. One time a king went to war and the prophet gave him a, 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 a direction and said, throw the javelin and as you throw the javelin, you will conquer your enemies. The king threw like three and stopped. The prophet said, why did you stay? Why have you stopped praying? Why have you left the place of intercession? Why? Why did you stop? Because you, know, you don't know that the next prayer is the key to your next miracle. Why do we want to stop here when God actually wants us to push a little more? Because the miracle is too, too close. It's too close. It's too close. Ayagabaya. Abraham and God had a conversation. And Abraham was praying on behalf of Sodom and Gomorrah. He was interceding for them because his family was in that city. And Bible said, when he got to 10, he said, God, if you find 10 righteous men, would you destroy them? God said, no. And Bible said that Abraham stopped and left God and didn't push the prayer again. Because he stayed there and didn't push the prayer. When God went to Sodom and Gomorrah, he didn't find 10 people. And he had to destroy the whole city. And I asked myself, what if Abraham had pushed the prayer a little bit more? And said, God, what if you find one, one, just one person? Just one person. Don't get tired. Don't get weary. Don't let your hands be tired. I pray that may God strengthen our hands. May God strengthen our knees. May God cause us to bow down these knees in the place of prayer again. And pray some more. And pray some more. I can imagine Jacob. Alone. Bible says. Till daybreak. He wrestled with the angel. Why have you stopped praying? God is calling you and your family. God is calling you child of God. Come to the place of prayer. Come to the place where you can pray a little bit more. Come to the place where you can cry on God again as a baby. There were times we, we laid on our bed and we'll be sobbing, sobbing in the presence of God. Oh God, oh God, oh God, oh God. But we have left that place. We have left that place of prayer, of prayer, of prayer. But tonight, may God have mercy upon us and cause us to have that appetite, have that desire to pray again. Have that desire to pray again. And you see, sometimes our greatest enemy is time. It's time. The, the things of the world is battling with our time. You have to hurry up and go to work. You are a breastfeeding mother. You don't know how to juggle that in prayer. You have a lot of things to deal with that you have neglected the place of prayer. But I pray that God will help us. God will help us to pray a little bit more. To pray a little bit more. You are busy, but make time to pray. Make time to pray. Daniel opened the windows to Jerusalem and prayed three times a day. I'm wondering how did David even praise, praise God seven times. Seven times a day. He made time to praise God. And this is a king. This is an instrumentalist. This is a father. This is the president of a nation. He still had time. To praise God and to 
also pray. We cannot be too busy to pray. Ah. As the year ends, every prayer meeting, every Sunday meeting, as we are in the prophetic announcement month, may you not stay home. May you not say, I cannot pray. Even after we have prayed in the church, take the prayer topics that were raised by pastor and enter your closet. Bow down your knees and pray some more. 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 We should never get tired of praying. We should never get tired of praying. Never abandon the altar of prayer in your life. Bible says in Matthew chapter 7 verse 7. Matthew chapter 7 verse 7. Ask and it shall be given to you. Seek and ye shall find. Knock and it shall be opened unto you. Most, most of us just knock once and we leave the place. If you are going to look for a very important person and you knock one and nobody responds, I'm sure you will knock again. Yeah. Why is it that we have given up on God that we have already decided and concluded on our matter that this one, it cannot be dealt with prayer. No wonder Bible says in Matthew chapter 17 verse 21. How bit this kind does not go except by prayer. There is a, an issue in our life, in your life, in my life, that it will only take a little more prayer. A little more prayer. A little five o'clock waking up and speaking in tongues. A little driving to work and praying change the situation, can change the verdict, can change the color of your life. A little prayer. A little prayer. A little prayer. How be it? This kind. There are troubles in our life that we can never escape until we get to the place of praying some more. Of praying some more. Of praying some more. I am wondering, how did Jonah even pray from the belly of the fish? Jonah chapter 1 verse 17. He said, and Jonah cried on God out of the belly of the fish. What situation are we in that is silencing our voice of prayer? That we cannot call on God again. Somebody was in the belly of a fish. And he still had the appetite to call on God. I pray that God will give us the passion to pray one more time. To pray again. To pray some more. To spend some more time in prayer. Let us push that 30 minutes prayer to one hour. Let us push that one hour to two hours. Let us pray some more as a church. May we become a praying family. May we become a praying family. You and your wife, you become a praying family. You, your wife, and your children, pray some more. A praying family. Raise the altar in the family. God deliver Shakapa. Yeah. Jonah was in the midst of trouble. But he called on the name of the Lord. He called on the name of the Lord. He called on the name of the Lord. I pray that God will help you and I. That we will not abandon the place of prayer. But rather, we will keep on praying and praying and praying.
when we say pray some more, it means that there are levels of prayer that we can change into. Let us increase our prayer. Ezekiel chapter 47. We read of the story between the prophet, the vision the prophet had. He said, a man was having a measuring tape and he measured a thousand cubits. When he measured, you take it like you, it, it was the prayer life of the prophet. He said, the water was at the ankle level. Some of us, our prayer life is at the ankle level. But let us pray some more and push that ankle level prayer to the new level. We are praying at ankle level and we are having ankle level results. But God is calling us into deeper waters. Deeper waters of prayer. Where you can pray as a husband. Where you can pray as a young man. Single, not married. You are standing in the gap to pray for your family. To pray for the church. Bible says Epaphras was a man who was laboring in prayer. Epaphras. The church in Colossians was built through the prayers of Epaphras. He was a man who was laboring in prayer. He was a man who understood that he has to pray some more. He has to pray some more. I pray that God will take us to the place where we will not give up on the place of prayer, but we will have the desire to pray some more and to keep on praying. To keep on praying. May God give us that appetite. That we will move from the ankle level. And we will go to the knee level. We will move from the knee level. And enter the waist level. Till we swim in the pool of prayer. In the pool of prayer. In the pool of prayer. Waking up you are praying. Feeding your children and preparing them to go to school. You are praying over them. We can get to that place. Let us challenge ourselves a little bit more. Let us push. Let us cut down some time on the soap opera and say, this time, I will add it to a time that I will dedicate to praying. Yeah. Cut some time of social media and say, I want to pray some more. I want to pray some more. It is a discipline and it's a sacrifice. Yeah. Sometimes waking up is difficult, but we have to. God is calling us. That church... There are many prophecies hanging on our heads. Let us pray some more. Let us pray some more. There are many prophecies that God has released from January to November that until we get to the place of praying some more, we will never see the manifestation. We will never see the manifestation. But I pray that God will help you and I. That we will get to the place of prayer and constantly lift up prayers to God. I want to read something to us from pastor's book. Prophetic manifestation. Hallelujah. In the chapter 7 of the book. Maybe you don't have the book. This is pastor's book. Prophetic manifestation. In chapter 7, the topic is keep knocking on heaven's door. Keep knocking. You knocked in January. You didn't receive the answer. Keep on knocking. Let us knock some more. Let us pray some more. Hallelujah. It says, so pastor wrote in the book, it says, many people go to sleep after they receive a prophetic word. Many people, including you and I, 
maybe a prophetic word has been released to us. We just go and sleep. But tonight, we are challenged. Don't leave that prophetic destiny. Don't leave that prophetic baby. Don't leave that prophetic word that God has given to you to die. Pray it into manifestation. Pray until you see that that prophecy that you receive has manifested. Yeah. Keep on knocking on heaven's door. I'll continue to read. It says, many people go to sleep after they have received a prophetic word. They often at times assume that God has done it already. So there is no need for prayer. Hey! How can we? Who, who, who even made us to get to that place? Where we think there is no need for prayer. May God have mercy upon us. May God have mercy upon us. That we think that we have gotten to a place where there is no need of prayer. May God give us the desire to pray about everything and about anything in our life. Yeah. One man of God said, everything by prayer and nothing without prayer. Everything you do must be by prayer. Pray a little bit more. Your scholarship has delayed. Pray about it. Your marriage is in the rocks. Pray about it. Your business is not thriving. Pray about it. Yeah. God has promised, but let us pray a little bit more. Let us pray some more. Pray again. Pray again. I read. Without prayer, majority of prophecies received will not come to pass. In the month of prophetic announcement, we can make the announcement, but if we don't pray them through, that is why you see, when we come to church, pastor has declared that the month is the month of prophetic announcement, but every Sunday we are lifting prayer. We are lifting prayer. Because it's not enough to just announce. It is enough to announce and pray it into manifestation. That's the place God is calling us to. That whatever prophetic announcement that will be released, let us pray it into manifestation. Yeah. Pray your child into manifestation. Pray your colorful destiny into manifestation. And I pray that may God help us and give us one last appetite and give us one last desire and give us one more passion to stay in prayer. Stay in prayer. The year is going on. Is ending. There are many things we said in January we will do, we have not been able to do. But as the year is ending, tell yourself, I will pray some more. I will pray some more. There was a story in the Bible. You let me finish this one. A prayerless man can never manifest destiny. Yeah. Pray some more. If you want to become that great man, woman, nationwide renowned something. You have to pray some more. You have to pray some more. The prayer is going down. Because you see, there is a place a man can get to. Everything can be calculated with the mind. And you relegate the spirits. Everything can be too mechanical that you, you cannot flow in the spirit. But I pray that God will give us an appetite. That will become spiritual again. That you pray about everything in your life. And not a single day will pass where you don't speak to your father. You don't speak to your father. Hallelujah. 
Prayerlessness can stampede your prophetic manifestation. Prayer is a divine provoker. I pray that we all go and take this book and read it again. That we have to pray a little bit more. A little bit. A little. A little. Bible says in Galatians, a little living, living the whole lamp. You don't need a, a bag of yeast to let the bread swell. A little yeast will let the bread swell. A little prayer in your busy life will make your destiny colorful. And I pray that may God take us to that place where we will add prayer to our busy schedule. Where we will add talking to God early in the morning to our busy schedule. Bible says in Mark chapter 1 verse 35, it says, a little while before day, Jesus went into a solitary place and there he prayed. Who was busy than Jesus? He still made time to pray. The people you are going to meet in your office, the customers you are going to serve in that company, why can't you pray before you go? Why? May God help us. May God help us. That we will stop in our race and in our pursuit of things and come back to the place of prayer. Come back to the place where we want to spend time with God and say, Father, I didn't come to do anything. I came to talk to you for some more. I came to pray a little bit more. A little bit more. Bible says that, and Jesus, okay, Luke chapter 6 verse 12. He says that Jesus spent the whole night praying, praying. The entire night. And it came to pass in those days that he went out into a mountain to pray. He went out to the mountain to pray and continued all night in prayer to God. Jesus didn't need anything, but he prayed. He prayed. May the prayer life of Jesus, may that fire baptize our hearts in the name of Jesus. Some, something, the last thing from pastor's book. I recommend it to you. As we are ending the year, prophetic announcements. You want to see manifestations in your life? Go and take this book. Prophetic manifestation. That every announcement, we will see the manifestation of that announcement. And we have to keep on knocking and knocking and knocking on heaven's door. If you receive a short detailed prophecy, but stay prayerless, you will become a mockery. What has God said about you that you are yet to see? Elijah gave a prophetic word, but he had to stay in prayer until the word came to pass. There was a word released by Elijah. I think we should read that. Let's read James chapter 5. That will be our anchor scripture, our final scripture to close. Verse 17. James chapter 5 verse 17. It says, Elias, referring to Elijah, was a man subject to like passions as we are. James was a man of prayer. So when you start reading the book of James, prayers are littered all over the place. James is the one who said in James chapter 1 verse 5, If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God, who giveth to all men liberally without abrading. He's the same man talking about prayer here. In the book of 
James chapter 5 verse 13. He said, is any of you afflicted? Let him pray. <laughs> but you see, you can be afflicted and relegate the place of prayer. And rather find some alcohol, find some friends and forget that you can pray a little bit more. I pray that we will not take the place of prayer in our life slightly. But rather, we will tell God to have mercy upon us. That when you were afflicted, we resorted to other things and not him. He said, is any of you afflicted? Let him pray. Let him pray. In the verse 15, he said, is any of you sick? Let them call the elders of the church and let them pray. Let them pray. He said, let them give him money or do anything, any other thing for him. He said, let them call the elders let him pray. This same James in verse 17 says, Elias was a man subject to like passion like you and I. Elijah had a busy schedule like you and I. Elijah had excuses like you and I. Elijah had emotions. Sometimes he didn't feel like praying like you and I. Elijah had 24 hours like you and I. But Bible says, he prayed earnestly that it might not rain and it rained not on the earth. Elijah was like you and I and he prayed to God and God answered that it will not rain and it didn't rain. By the space of three years and six months, verse 18. Bayagaba, verse 18. I love this part. And he prayed again. Somebody, may God cause us to pray again. May God give you a desire to pray again. Yeah. May a family rise up to pray again. May a young lady who has given up on prayer have the desire to wake up and pray again. May a young man going through difficult moments have the passion ignited in him to pray again. To pray again. And he prayed again. And the heaven gave rain. There are some rains. The clouds have gathered already. And there are some rains that have to fall. But we have to pray again. We have to pray again. The clouds are full. But let us pray again to condense them into our life. <laughs> so after Sunday service, my 11th hour miracle, you take the scripture. You enter your closet within the week. You are just you have spread it before God. The same prayer topic. You are praying that God show me an eleventh hour miracle. Some people were called at three. Some people were called at five. Some were called at six. They all got paid. Show me, oh Lord, a last minute miracle. See? And he prayed again, and the heaven gave rain. As we pray some more, as we round up this year and we pray some more, may God cause the heaven to give rain in the name of Jesus and may the earth bring forth its fruit in Jesus' name. Yeah. In the year of fruitfulness, the heavens would only give rain for the earth to bud. For us to experience that fruitfulness and harvest when we pray. Yeah. I remember 
at the beginning of the year, Pastor taught on fruitfulness and prayer. How, how we can become fruitful through prayer. I pray that we will get to that place where we will not lose our prayer fire, but we will pray some more. Pray some more. The rest of the days in November, spend some time, pray some more. As we enter into November, hey, we enter into December, pray a little bit more. And even get time to pray into the next year. By now, we have started declaring into 2022. Pray a little bit more. Some of us, when pastor decided, declared that there's going to be a program, 24 hours, called waiting. We are here praying. Oh, during that time, I will not come. Because we don't want to pray. Yeah. But God is calling us. He's bidding you, come, come, come. Come to the waters. Come to the deep water. The place of prayer. Come. Move from that place of prayerlessness. And come further. Come. I'm calling you. God is calling. Say, come, my son. Roland, come, 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 come. Let us pray a little bit more. Because God is going to do great things. Let us pray a little bit more. When you read the account of Luke chapter 22, because of time, I want us to close. Fire, lava, shakapa. Luke chapter 22, verse 39. Bible says that when Jesus was about to be arrested, he came out and went out on the Mount of Olives and his disciples followed him. Verse 40. And when he was at the place, he said unto them, pray that ye enter not into temptation. The man is about to die. When you read the verse 39 in the New King James, he said that as his custom was, it means that once in a while, Jesus will enter into the Mount of Olives and he will pray. He didn't go there because they were about to arrest him. He was there to pray because that was his custom. He always went to the Mount of Olives to pray. And when you read further, he says that, and he went a little further and fell on his face and he prayed. Sometimes, remove the makeup, remove the nice dress, lock yourself up in a room as wretched as you are, bow down your knees, bow down your face. If we have to cry, let us cry a little bit more. Because it is worth it to pray a little bit more. Pray last time, for the last time. And in that same passage, he says that, and he went again and prayed, saying the same words. Saying the same words. Sometimes you have prayed. You see, God is not against repeated prayer because Bible says that when you pray don't be like the hypocrites who do vain babblings they repeat whatever they are saying God is not against repeated prayer but God is against vain repetition with the aim that somebody will hear that you are shouting or with the wrong motive God is against that one but when you have prayed about a prayer topic today there is nothing wrong with praying it praying it again tomorrow. Yeah. Jesus in the garden, when he left the disciples and came and saw them praying, hey, and came and saw them sleeping, Bible said he returned. 
And when he went, he fell on his face and prayed the same words. The same words. And the same words. Bible said the tear, the sweat of his face became like blood. Father, we pray, take us to that place. Take us to that place where we will not give up on prayer. Where families will wake up to pray a little bit more. Church, let us spend time, time to pray. Wherever you are, I want you to put your hand on your heart and pray that, Father, give me the appetite to pray a little bit more. Give me the desire to call on your name a little bit more. Maybe I have become too lazy to pray. Maybe the things of the world are choking my prayer life. Give me the appetite. Give me the appetite. Somebody, you can kneel down in your room. You can lift up your hands wherever you are. You can call on God tonight. That Father, I want to pray a little bit more. Because my prophetic manifestation is trapped in the womb of prayer. There are many things that are locked up in the womb of prayer. Lord, give me the appetite to pray more. Give me the desire to pray again. Like Elijah prayed one more time. Lord, we pray tonight. Oh God, give us the appetite to pray again give us the desire to pray again Bible said and and Paul besought the Lord three times three times about a matter there was a, a tone in his flesh something was eating the apostle up and Bible said Paul said in first Corinthians in second Corinthians chapter 12 I sought the face of the Lord thrice thrice three times about that matter we pray this evening that God give us an appetite to seek your face to pray again 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 may we not give up on prayer may we not give up on prayer may we intercede for our children may we intercede for our family may we intercede for our loved ones may we stand in the gap for the church may we keep on praying May we keep on praying. Oh Lord, we pray tonight that let us pray some more. Give us the cloud of prayer, the appetite to pray and to call on you. In Jesus' name, you have prayed with thanksgiving. Shout a louder, Amen. Father, we thank you, Lord, for releasing the desire to pray. May families become praying families. May single men and women become single people who can pray. May mothers, fathers become prayerful again. May the church take our priesthood place in the place of prayer. To pray a little bit more. To pray some more. To pray some more. We thank you for what you are doing in our midst. We give you all the praise. We give you all the glory. In Jesus' mighty name. And you shout a louder, Amen. The message you just listened to is from ICGC Karis Temple. To connect with us, you can like our page on Facebook at ICGC Karis Temple or follow us on Instagram and Twitter at ICGC Karis. We would like to hear of how God is blessing you through this podcast. To support this podcast, please click on the profile button and click on support. Thank you and God richly bless you.